do you have more pictures of your goats than yourself on your phone? Does your vacation time get spent attending goat shows? Can you have a conversation without bringing up dairy goats? Neither can we. So join us as we talk to the country's best breeders, judges, appraisers, and industry experts about all things dairy goats. We are John Kane and Danielle Caroli. Welcome to Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. What's up, everyone, and welcome to Ringside, episode 200. Woo-hoo! Man, is that a good feeling. As always, I am joined by the Nubian one, the long-eared one, the loud one, Danielle Caroli. What's up? What's up, John? I'm just going to breeze really quickly through some of those things that were said about me really quick because (laughs) we're on our 200th episode and so everything is good. I'm going to ignore the slight little whatever in that intro and how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Kidding season hasn't started yet for me so that's why I'm doing wonderful. Uh, We've got about two weeks left to go but uh, I gotta say we're gonna we're obviously get just running right into what's going on on our farms and I've been spending the week tapping into some old ringside episodes in preparation for this episode and man what an adventure it has been holy cow but we'll dive into that Danielle how's your week going my week is going really well, though I have to say before we jump into that, I want to apologize because I feel like I've failed as co-host extraordinaire. I should have sent over a bottle of champagne or something for you to pop, for us to pop on this episode. I think, who is it? The Barstool president, his dog's Instagram hit 200,000 and the dog got balloons and I didn't send any to you. I didn't send a giant 200 balloon. So I apologize. I feel like I failed as my co-hosting duties and so pretend <laughs> like popping champagne right now. There's a, there's balloons that were delivered that say 200 in the background. I, listen, this is more fitting, as everybody knows, drink of choice. I have an extra one here. So there, we're popping Diet Coke cans oh on street. Gosh. I, I appreciate cheers. the pop. But, <laughs> cheers. I appreciate the pop, but you need the bottles pretty soon. So, Well, I do have some left over from the Progressive Show that are like six feet from me. Uh, but I, I just, I think... I think we'll just have to wait for the next big one. Oh, I, I meant the bottles of Coke for your baby goats, but. Oh, those. Those, don't worry. I have plenty of those. Oh, We're okay. fine. Yes. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's the next thing that I'm going to quit doing, but I couldn't do it before kidding season, you know? No, no. Yes. I was very grateful. My diet Pepsi bottle supplier dropped off her stash of bottles because we are on kid watch here. And I had one day several weeks ago needed a soda and I had my soda and I've been keeping this singular bottle in my truck because I was scared I was not going to have any soda bottles I mean I just really do not my drink of choice tends to be coffee or something in a more of like a plastic cup instead of that bottle and so I had a singular soda bottle in my truck that I was just keeping just in case I needed it and so with that I arranged to make sure that I had some plastic bottles and then as well, I, somebody so graciously offered to be the supplier of my beer bottles if I needed them as well. But Very nice. I, I was like, thank you. I responded to them. I was like, thank you for 
your sacrifice. I'm hoping I'm not going to have kids on beer bottles this year. As soon as I can, they're all going on to my milk bar because it's just going to make my life easier. So I'm hoping realistically the plastic bottles are only for the colostrum more or less. And then we're going to get those kids onto the milk bar, but in the, it's always just stressful to <laughs> when you don't have them, it's stressful, but we're waiting. I thought for sure I was going to be doing this episode, delivering baby goats on one side Me of too. it. Me and, too. <laughs> uh, and trying to admit people into the zoom and manage all of that while delivering kids. But as of chore time this evening, her udder wasn't quite in yet. So we're just watching that. She is an older doe and she's carrying, I'm assuming she's carrying multiples. Probably um, not. If you wish. But <laughs> with that, she has room. So those babies are still, they, they're still living the life at, in her uterus and just kind of hanging out. So with that, I think I have another day or two for her. I have an important Zoom meeting <laughs> for work on Tuesday. And I am assuming that is going to be the time that she's going to decide to actually go because it's one thing to have a ringside episode where the goat is delivering. But when you are talking to a board member that's used to living in the city and dealing with a different kind of thing and trying to present a fundraising development spreadsheet to them and also trying to deliver baby goats at the same time, I just don't necessarily know if that's going to be something that is going to be understandable. So I did put in place, and I'm thankful I can work from home when I need to, but I did put somebody on alert that if I have babies going at that time, they're going to have to come and at least be there and I can troubleshoot for a little bit and hop off the Zoom and go take care of it all. But we're getting close. Well, quick question, quick question. Yeah. Where do I fall on that list of people you reached out to? Because I have heard nothing of this. So am I like second, third, fourth, 10th, 50th? Like, where am I falling on this list? Do you really want me to answer that question? I really don't want to. No. Oh, Grace says bottom of the list. Yeah. <laughs> I Ouch. Am, Ouch. Listen, I am blessed. I have such a great group of people around me and very close to me. So in your defense, you're an hour or in my defense, I guess I should say you're an hour away. And yeah, I, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I work in the evening, so it would actually make sense. You know, but yeah, no, it's fine. It's it's another it's not you. It's me situation. I'm used to this in my life. So that's OK. <laughs> I just I, I, OK. Cheers. Um, <laughs> so I yeah, <laughs> that's what I have somebody we have Ashley who for point of reference is in Maryland and she is so right she just commented in the chat she called me first so yes yeah Ashley's flying in from Maryland just for this delivery I have somebody from she, I, that's believable though knowing Ashley so yeah I get it uh, no yeah. but um I'm hope we'll see she we're still her udder's not in we're not at 24 hours yet so it's the clock's ticking on that. And then I will be inducing two does for Thursday evening because I have to fly to Texas on Saturday. And so I am inducing the dose to kid on Thursday so that this way everybody at home is only going to be watching one doe who will hopefully keep those babies in until I get back from Texas. So, so that's like four 
Those are, is that your four? four Those are my four. You will know what I have on the ground by March 10th at the latest, but probably much sooner. And we'll be just started. Might have a few on the ground by then. So it's getting real, folks. And let me tell you, Danielle, I I had to do hose today, CDT. I was cheap for, you know, the, of course, the winter yucky mites that they get. Seems every year in my barn. So I treated for mites and then drew blood and shaved some first freshener udders. And let me tell you, Danielle, this is not going to be a runaway win victory on your part. We have a chance. I'm just saying there's a chance. So okay. don't, don't even know folks that are listening to the audio portion of this. She's just sitting there shaking her head. Like this poor guy thinks that he he's got a chance. I do. I do. So I feed six does on the stand each time I'm feeding grain to the animals and Right now, I have two age does that are retired does that come out as well and get a little bit of grain. And thank goodness they come out because otherwise, those six would not fit on my round of six would not fit on the stand. So, well, either would I, and I'm pregnant with zero. So, touche, right? Mm -hmm. So, that's a point for me. Uh, Yeah, we're, we're just, we're barns clean, goats are ready. We just need to induce them when it's time. I don't know exact date that I'm going to induce yet because we're worried about playoffs for work and it could happen that weekend. So I've got this week, I'll know more in detail of when those playoffs are going to be happening. And I actually have a funny story that I didn't even share with you, Danielle, of how of this recording right now almost didn't happen. Were you so, sick? Well, guys... <laughs> End of end of the podcast. No, I was not sick, Danielle. I <laughs> when we decided when we were going to record this, I looked at uh, a schedule that my boss had put up, and I had taken a picture of it on my phone. And I was like, "Oh yeah, we're nothing happened in that day. It's great." So then last week, uh, like Wednesday, I'd say last Wednesday, I was on scrolling the old Facebooks. And I saw an ad for a wrestling match that was happening at my job for today. And I was like, huh. So I go to my boss and I was like, bad news for you, buddy. <laughs> it's like, uh, I saw that we have wrestling this Sunday. And he's like, yep, sure do. And I was like, yeah, you didn't, you didn't put me on a schedule for it along with anybody else. So, uh, yeah, I played the dude I made plans card and they're dealing with wrestling while I'm talking about goats. Well, I am so appreciative of the fact that you put this over the wrestling match that you would have had. To yeah, who needs overtime? You know, it's fine. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you have something else you want to talk about that's going on in your farm. Should we move into some ad news? Let's go for it. What do we got? Because I'm nothing much, really, right? No, there was several big things that happened in the last week. We started out, and this always seems to happen, that we release an episode, and right after this episode is released, the national show judges were released as well. So... Oh, yeah, that big thing. Who, you know, who minor details, <laughs> but so the six judges for the national show were selected. So, congratulations to Mark Baden, Todd Biddle, Bob Bartholomew, Joe Pilot, Scott Bice, and Timothy Flickinger. They will be judging the national show in Louisville on July 13th through the 19th. With that, breed selection will and scheduling for breeds will be announced much closer to the show in that regard. Every year, and I was one of these people, you see somebody the next day, they're like, well, uh, so what breeds are they judging and what's the schedule? 
It's like, all right, I get it. I want to know too, right? Am I going to Louisville or am I not? You know, like that type of situation. That's what everybody seems to be playing that kind of card. Uh, yeah, and it'll come out soon. Like, just be patient. I mean, I want to know too, so we can kind of see what day Tierney is going to fly out with Alice and watch the show and help and all that. But we'll just have to wait and see. Exactly. Uh, I'm excited. Scott, it makes it just that much closer to happening and kind of getting my butt kicked into gear to get ready for that. Uh, let's get the dose fresh first, right? <laughs> so is there anything else going on this week? There is. So the there was an announcement that uh, pre-TC and TC special for any judges or judges candidates or people just interested in learning more about the scorecard and confirmation of the GOATs are happening or is happening in Cookville, Tennessee on May 3rd through 5th. So if anybody is looking to become a judge or needs to renew their license, there is a special TC happening in May and um, there are only 25 spots open for candidates. So if you are considering it, be sure to reach out to Karen Smith about it and get your spot reserved for that. Or if you have any questions, be sure to check with her about it because spots are limited. Spots are limited. This is the only other TC besides what's happening at convention. Uh, from what I've seen or heard on, on Facebook, it seems like this will be a little bit cheaper of an option than if you were to go to Wisconsin, obviously because you're paying for the daily fee to attend convention and all that stuff. So um, if you want to just go and to the judges TC, definitely might want to look into getting a spot in Tennessee. Yes. And that kind of transitions me really quickly to, it's not quite Abiga news, but it's just kind of judging things. I, in the last week or so, have received a lot of judging requests from chairs, which it's really exciting. And I'm looking forward to judging in a lot of different places this year. But with that, I don't want to speak for the whole judges community, but I just want to kind of put it out there that my calendar is filling up and I'm sure I'm not the only one whose calendar is filling up. And there's, it's gotten to the point where there's several shows that unfortunately I've had to turn down just simply because I'm booked. And these shows are coming up quick on the schedule. So if you are a show chair, get those judging requests and try and find your judges as soon as possible because it'll just make your life so much easier in the future. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Danielle, what is our topic today? Do, is there anything special going on? Or? Oh, no, there's nothing special going on at all. Oh, okay. All yeah. right, well, guys, perfect episode. <laughs> That's it, up. we're done. No, it is, as we mentioned, well, do you want to say it? Episode 200, the big 200, and one that I honestly am shocked where we've met this milestone uh, from when we first started this uh, silly little podcast. It's grown into something much bigger than I could have ever thought, and it's just it's really cool that we're still going. We're still as enthusiastic about dairy goats and goats in general, and it's it's a proud moment. It's pretty cool. And you've been here for a majority of it, Danielle. You've been here for over 120 episodes. I find that absolutely crazy. And I don't honestly don't know where the time has gone in that regard. It, I know it's been a couple of years now. And I mean, I, I realize I'm judging it based on how old your child is because you started yeah. this with tear with I don't even know if Alice had been conceived at that point, or I don't know where she was in all of this process. But like, I, I remember one of the episodes was <laughs> you and Tierney getting ready 
for the fact that you were going to have a new farm kid and what was that going to be like and how are you going to take her to shows and all of those things and now you have a three-year-old who is just <laughs> yeah yeah it's crazy so it started uh i think the first episode was july 2020 maybe august 2020 but alice was has was not here yet obviously you're right we had an episode uh talking about farm kids and yeah it's you're right. It's literally, this podcast is older than my child. This is nuts. I didn't even want to think about that. I'm really kind of sad now. Like, we need to stop so that we can, like, my kid can stop growing. That'd be great. Yeah, you don't have a choice on that one, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that's very apparent. Uh, no, we, so we, I guess we'll start, I'll start with the beginning. And I'm sure most people that are listening in have been here uh, close to, if not from the beginning, but yeah, the first episode, the Bucks got out uh, with me and, and Nate Funk, and it was just kind of an introductory of, of Nate, and I had a trailer before that that was kind of introductory of me. It's very cringy. I'm pretty sure I deleted it off of this podcast because, uh, no, uh, no, we're not going to do that, so... Uh, <laughs> So it starts off with the introduction of Nate as co-host and then fast forward awesome episodes to episode 79, 79, I think, or maybe 78, where we said goodbye to Nate and talked about that whole process. And the next episode, I think it was 79, we uh, introduced you, Danielle, as a co-host. Yes, exactly. Now let's back up, though, because... Just like Alice, this podcast is very much your baby. <laughs> yes. But how did, for people who are newer, how did this podcast come to be? Well, during the pandemic, good old COVID, um, I had a dream, a weird dream, where Nate Funk and I were leaning over a fence talking uh, into a microphone about dairy goats during a show, like, I don't know if it's, if it was real life, the judge would have turned around and been like, would you guys just shut up? Uh, but but... <laughs> best in show scene, right? Or in that movie. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. Uh, so, so I told Nate about this dream I had. He's like, no, nah, bro, no, that's, that's silly. And, and, you know, I kind of munched on it. I wrote, I write down a lot of my dreams, as you know, Danielle, I, I shared one of mine the other day. We won't talk about it, but, uh so yeah it's not happening for the show that's for sure so um yeah i i kind of molded over i made a recording the trailer by myself shared it with nate and i said listen man this was really raw but i think there's something to this and he uh listened to it he's like you know you're right it's pretty bad but you're right it's there's there's something to it it was terrible, Danielle. And it was on, I'm sure some of the OGs have listened to it. It was on here for like two or three years before I was like, this does not need to exist. So, uh, but yeah, and and from that, Ringside was born. Uh, the idea initially was just to talk about subjects with Nate and I. Uh, quickly, I was like, listen, man, it'd be more interesting if we brought in other people from other herds, you know, judges, anybody in between, vets. And we did that. And I'm going to jump ahead a little bit here, Daniel. I'm going to say that uh, we did a good job doing that. Uh, very successful. The, the podcast was very successful. I owe a lot of it to Nate. Uh, I really do. And, and you know, it's, it's been a, it was a great ride with Nate on here. Very enjoyable. And we, you know, he said his goodbyes and then we added you on. And the growth that, like, we went from here, but then, like, we really grew in the last two and a half. I think you've been on two and a half years now, Danielle. And uh, it's, like, just the quality of people that we've had on. not saying the people that we had on before weren't quality, uh, but the, the level of editing I put forth into what we're doing, listening to old episodes, it was like, holy cow, we did zero editing. Uh, and then to now where 
I am like, oh my God, this person said, um, let me get rid of it. Oh, there's this, there's a two second space here. Um, still having issues with the, with the mics and stuff, but we'll get there. Uh, but it's, it's just, it's crazy. The day and night difference, stark difference that it's been. Uh, so I got to ask you, Daniel, because everybody knows my uh, Batman story of how I became Batman. But let's hear your Superman story, how you became Superwoman, how uh, your thoughts when I asked you to join, uh, your thoughts when you first kind of came on to now, because it's been a while and you've been here for quite some time. No pressure. I thought that we were just going to move on to the next question. And, you know, <laughs> doesn't have to yeah. be about me. We got, yeah, well, no, but you're very much a part of this podcast as much as I am. So no, I, I'm, I'm aware of that. But like this part, we didn't have. I didn't have to focus on this part. That's what yeah. makes me a great co-host, Danielle. <laughs> Thanks so much. What happened to? Never mind. Um, <laughs> well, I had come on as a guest early on you dragged me on for an episode or two and just really enjoyed it and so when you asked I thought it would be fun it was a kind of no-brainer and just jumped in and tried to figure out where I could or what I could bring to this and what I wanted to share in the process and it's been an amazing ride and it's just the people we've got to talk to. I always say I'm selfish about it sometimes because we're asking people I want to have an, I want to have a conversation with and I want to pick their brain and what better way than to do it and also share it with the whole ringside community that is listening as well. But I just, I guess, yeah, I just jumped in and said, sure. And here we are now. Yeah, Not much it, of a Superman a or a Superwoman yes. origin story, but. Well, you do a lot of heavy lifting. You really do. But uh, it was, when I asked you, it was a very like quick yes. Like it wasn't like a, oh, let me think about it. You were like, pause, silent pause. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. And I was like, oh, all right, this was easy. Let's go. Um so yeah, it, it was it's it's cool. It's cool where we've how we've grown together as as friends and as co-hosts and as a show. You know, we've been lucky enough to have some sponsors throughout the through the way, which helps offset the cost. And uh, yeah, it's just it's been a wild ride. So what what do we have next uh, as on our agenda before we move to our listeners that are listening in on this call right now? Well, I want to hear, and you're going to hate me for this, but I want to hear, and I know I think you talked about this at one point or another, but I just feel like for everybody who hasn't listened, or maybe things have changed, I want to hear the story of your favorite or the most memorable fan or listener encounter <laughs> that you yes, have. <laughs> Uh, you know exactly what this is. So I don't know why we're asking this question. Um, but the most memorable uh, thing that's happened to me on this podcast is uh, at the 22 National Show. Uh, it was, you know, I ran into a lot of awesome listeners, a lot of fun people, you know, breeders, judges, everybody. Uh, it was really cool. People that we've had on the show, uh, it was nice to meet some people in person can't wait to do that again at louisville but uh with that there was an encounter i uh, it was later in i think it was i think it was during the day i decided to take a shower because it was just hot i think we were getting ready for wine and cheese or something i forget it, it <laughs> all i remember is what had happened was and what had happened was i go to take a shower i hear somebody come in and i don't think anything of it you know, it's a public restroom, right? So I'm taking my shower. I get done. I get out. Thank goodness I brought my drawers with me in the shower so I could at least be in drawers if there were people present. And sure enough, I come out and there was a person standing right there and they're like, you're John Kane. And I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> and they're like, 
how you doing? I'm a huge fan of ringside. And I'm like, I'm doing really great. I should get dressed. So I'm going to get dressed real quick. And uh, it was a super awkward thing. I got to say, folks, not just goat world people, um, but uh, in say you run into a celebrity that you like. Not saying I'm a celebrity, but say <laughs> you run into You're, uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not. Yeah, please, I'm not. <laughs> but... But uh, when you run into somebody that you're a fan of or something, wait until they're outside of a restroom. I get they're cornered. They can't go anywhere. Uh, so you can pressure them to talk. Love talking to the fans. Would prefer to do it outside of a restroom <laughs> or shower. That'd be great. Uh, so that's my most intriguing moment. I knew you were going to bring that up. What's yours, Danielle? All right. So I always think it's really cool when you when I go somewhere and I'm traveling in the dairy goat sphere and somebody starts talking about a conversation we had on ringside, a topic we were talking about. Um, always love the feedback. I, one of my favorites is thank God you keep John in line and you uh, <laughs> and and more and like just, you know, you give you give it right back to him in terms of uh your comments and things like that that's that's what i mean by that yeah um, yeah 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 no well, listen I, I know i yeah i'd be like the fonz wearing a leather jacket hitting the jukebox like hey let me push these buttons i get it yeah but i have to say the best and it's probably just because um we i was a part of it but and kind of created this was when we had the booth at louisville and we had created these kind of promo cards to give out and hand out that had our info had a way to oh yes had a way to um listen to the podcasts and all of those things i may or may not have gotten a few people because Prior to that, I had been giving John a hard time and joking about how he's going to have to bring Sharpie markers because people are going to be asking for his autograph. And so I was giving him a hard time, made sure we packed Sharpie markers. And then I made sure that there were several people there that were asking and having him sign those little cards. So just... Yes, yes. No, no, no. So the first person I was like, this is really weird. Okay. I signed my name. I'm like, yeah. They're like, can I get a picture? I'm like, great. And it was like, maybe another person. But then I knew something was up when Nikki Rivard comes up and she's like, oh, it's John Payne. Can I get your autograph? And I'm like, I look over and you're just like dying laughing. I'm like, all right. All right. You got me. You got me. So yeah. Good play. Good play. Maybe, maybe the best the best moment might be you uh, making ridiculous bets with me knowing that I'm going to lose and making me wear t-shirts at shows. Yeah. I forgot about that one. There are people that are saying, you know, to even the odds, maybe we should do it buck-do ratio. Well, we can look at, into that for 2025. Sure. <laughs> well, we haven't started with 2024 yet. We've already set the bet. If it's on the podcast, it must be true. This is true. This is true. You know, even if we goof on what we're saying, it's it must be true. So, uh, yeah. What about have you had any experiences with people on that have made you uh, change what you're doing in your herd, or you know, has helped improve your herd because of what's been said on the podcast? Like, is there anything like that? I think it does motivate me because when I'm hearing from these other people's people or learning from them, you're also getting their passion and their influence in terms of why they are working with dairy goats. And so then you take that or I take that back to my herd and think, okay, am I doing all I can do or what can I do better and I know that there is always more you can do and how do I best put my herd uh, you know put my best foot forward for my herd and 
I just get inspired by these people we talk to or the conversations we have get me thinking critically about different things, whether it's how my herd should look or how what I should expect from my herd, what it looks like in terms of size, scale, what we're doing. Um, there's a lot that happens because of this podcast that consciously or even subconsciously is driving my herd's direction and motivating to have the best herd possible. Yeah, I, uh, there's, so just the podcast alone, uh, when I first started it, there was a lot of pushback on, well, why does he think that he's able to start a podcast, right? Like what, what makes him so knowledgeable and special, right? So with me, uh, it was like, okay, I've got to like, I've got to do really well. I've, I just have to, my goats have to do well. They've got to go, they like, everything's got to be up to snuff. So from when we first started to where we are now, the difference in her is crazy because uh, Kurt Schnipke with calling and, and call to your cry, like him and I are really good friends and we talk about it all the time. Uh, other people, Mark Baden, 40, 40, 40, uh, looking at the scorecard, like just all these things have helped me see goats, have helped me see my herd. And I've been really critical on them because when I go out to shows and people go, oh, are you John Kane? I don't want them to go, oh, are you John Kane? And they look at my pen and they go, oh, you know, I don't want that. So, so that's how this podcast has helped me grow and, and learn. And plus we've had amazing guests on that have really taught me a lot. And I'm sure a lot of people listening. No, I agree. Uh, what are we what are we messaging, Danielle? What do you got going on there? I'm struggling. We got a little bit of audio issues. I think I have an echo right now. Oh, it's you? Oh, I, I haven't heard any echoes from you. Okay, but no, people are hearing on the on um the live part of this that there's a little bit of an echo. So Is it me or are we good? No, it's me. It is. Okay. Surprise, surprise. Uh-huh. I'm the problem. It's me. This is it is uh, ongoing theme, although we usually get yours figured out before we start recording. Uh, my issues are if like, I'm like, oh, I just decide I don't, uh, what is Ashley saying? Uh, I, I, um, I, my issue is like, I think I'm set up properly and all of a sudden it's like, oh no, it was pulling from my computer's mic and not my microphone that's in front of my face that I'm speaking into and using the soundboard and everything. So, uh, yeah, it's it's always something. We, we always tend to pan it out. This is live, folks. This is the, the fun part of it. Yes, exactly. So speaking of live, do we want to see, like, anybody has any questions, wants to come on and introduce themselves and ask a question and we'll talk about it here and absolutely and i just want to give a quick round of applause ashley clark has turned on her camera and you look in much better shape than i do as far as mid kidding season goes you look great ashley and welcome thank you i'm just happy i had like a two-week break and uh, gearing up end of the week we'll be kidding goats out again but you know, I'm hoping they hold out until at least March 1st. They're, I have the next one due March 2nd. And I'm done with senior kids. So if they could just wait and then we have intermediate kids, that would be great. That would be great. And I just got to ask, what kind of plane are you flying there with that headset you've got on? <laughs> this is is that a set value? It's high tech, isn't it? I mean, it, I, it looks I, legit. It, I, yeah, I bet it's expensive or something for his work, but <laughs> oh, it's I not expensive. Ask... Okay, so for the right price of not a lot of money, you too could wear something this good looking. You're coming in clearer than probably Danielle and I both are. Yeah, so it's I got really it. comfortable yeah. too. So I'm just saying. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, Ashley. It's great. Thank you. Do you want to kick Ashley? Do you want to kick us off with a question? Do you have one for us? Um, yeah, so, um, <laughs> Danielle, have you been thinking of names for John's goats? Oh, listen, I folks, first of all, ground rules, everybody cannot ask this question, okay? <laughs> well, can I just share one that I think is amazing? 
first and I just because I don't think it's quite perfect yet. But, okay, sure. And I don't even know if it fits in terms of the numbers. But I think it would be funny if it's Hilaire Farm talk is cheap. Hmm. I, I, like I don't that. know. Okay. I mean, just playing on the podcast idea, maybe avoiding overhostly newbie in competition. It's a work in progress. I actually wouldn't mind that one. So that might be a do better just because I actually like wouldn't be crying about it every time I saw that go in my barn. Okay. Although it'd probably be going by cheap. So I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it could be talker. It could be talker. We do have yeah. someone that um, is raising their hand to ask a question. I don't believe their name is shared on this Zoom. So um, if you, I'm going to, I think I can, oh no, you are um, good to go general appearance. So if you want to introduce yourself and um, you're heard and then ask your question, go for it. So yeah, long time listener, first time caller. That's great. Um, so you guys get hate mail. You just went all over about how you got all these fans across the country, but how about the hate mail? You know, I've gotten a few emails and strongly worded uh, messages about certain topics that I brought up that maybe people didn't agree with. Um, but you kind of, as you may know, you kind of just tend to let it roll off your back, right? I, I get a fair amount of hate mail. Yep, that's true. So, so but fan, ex fan okay? experiences, let's talk about fan experiences for a minute, because content creation is a difficult business. I'll give you that. All right. So a couple stories real quick. I was at the convention this year wearing my little name badge in the elevator, minding my business, had to get to a dinner just like you were trying to get to your shower. And this little lady on a little power scooter, right? She can't quite get around. And she says, oh, you're Jim. And she whips it into the corner, pins me there. And we ride from floor zero to floor 11 four times before I could get out because she had questions she wanted to know. So I have to come here to learn Agga news, right? That's where you learn the Agga news. So I'm always interested in that. <laughs> and then I don't want to, you know, take over here. This to be my last thing, but national show last year, some lady comes in, she sits down with her entries and she wants to check in her animals. And she says, oh, you're Jim. I always pictured you as a little old man. I said, oh, well, thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, you know, thinking about me, but I always pictured you as a much younger woman and just kind of left it at that. <laughs> so it, you can have a back and forth with, uh, you know, the people as you meet them on the road, John, it's okay. Even in the shower. Now I don't take it that far. I've not taken any ag members in the shower, but, um, good for you. <laughs> well, thank you. And, uh, for folks that might not know who they're listening to, that was the voice of uh, Jim Vanderland, which is the ADGA PPM. So thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you listening for the ADGA news. Uh, we bring just the best ADGA news that we could possibly bring. And uh, I appreciate you with, with the experience you've had. I know you've had quite the experience with ADGA, and I hope you continue to because I appreciate you as PPM and, uh, yeah, just super happy that you're here. Cool. And I want to talk about kind of what we do because when um we do receive things that maybe we're not happy about um receiving in terms of comments things like that i think first of all there's a lovely filter called danielle and i <laughs> <laughs> very much am in a kind of you bubble it you send it back and forth i mean listen if we get hacked we're in so much trouble because some of the texts that we send back and forth that's just how you're venting and then you put something out there that's as positive as you can be and um you just have to have humor with it too because ultimately i mean we're all goat people and yeah, no, and the luxury is uh, I do have a Danielle to filter things out, but also when it comes time to put my foot down or put anyone's foot down, uh, we do because we're lucky enough that we work for ourselves and we can do what we want. Right, and I mean, <laughs> we're also people who learn and adapt 
I remember when I first started, I was doing, I was saying it was agda instead of adga. And more or less what had happened was when I was growing up, my mentor was saying agda instead of adga. And I was just kind of going with it and never put two and two together that my G and my D as in my pronunciation were being off and it's not quite how it was. And people commented. And then the next couple episodes, we I really focused on making sure I was either saying the American Dairy Goat Association or ADGA and um, just adapting with it. And it's the best way. But Humor is great as well, and I think we do a lot in terms of that as well to just kind of make sure we're not letting the people, you know, anything that happens get to us. And Yeah, for sure. Um, Danielle, do you want to go to uh, the next person? Anybody want to raise your hand and we can uh, let you speak? Uh, I'm just going to unmute this person in a second and see if she just wants to shoot the crap. We have Clarice coming in. Clarice, feel free to ask your question. Hi, guys. My name is Clarice. I actually don't have dairy goats, but I have spent many, many hours listening to you guys talk about dairy goats. <laughs> you're probably the best one here because you're not dealing with them. <laughs> um, I have actually many silky fainting goats, so I have learned a lot of really good information that can still like apply to my herd. Um, So it's, I love listening to the podcast. It's fantastic. So I guess my question is, what are your civilian jobs? Like, what do you do when you're not doing goats? Ooh, good question. I'll uh, go. Oh, do you want to go first, Danielle? Go for it. Go for it. So I work for a college uh, working athletics. Um, and I used to be a, a pretty open about where I work, but I've actually had an issue uh, with a listener that uh, caused me to kind of refrain uh, from saying where I work and what I do. But I do work for athletics. Uh, I am supervising facilities and events and uh, spend a lot of time with erratic schedules because of such, um, especially when you get into playoffs and those kind of situations. But uh, yeah, I work for with people and, and make sure buildings don't catch fire and, and kind of do that kind of thing. Uh, Danielle? So the short answer to what I do is I work for a privately funded foundation that supports a public garden and am in charge of some of the communication and development of that garden um it is open to the public we get visitors from around the world but my job is more behind the scenes in the office um soliciting donations from different people uh as well as doing the some of the communications and logistics for um the garden as well so different totally different from dairy goats but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It works because it offers me a lot of flexibility. My, my office is five minutes from the barn, but I can work remote whenever I need to. And um, when I need to escape, I go to a beautiful garden to take pictures um, and walk around and do all of that. So very different from this, but some of the same things that we have to deal with and dairy goat supply to what I do with that in terms of just communicating with people, dealing with um, organizational things. And, yeah. yeah. It's it, our jobs are kind of similar only in the fact that uh, there's a lot of flexibility. That we have jobs. Yeah, that we have jobs, but there's also a lot of flexibility in what we do, you know, if you need, if you have a doe kidding or you have an emergency on the farm, uh, they they allow you that time and you can sometimes, you know, work from home or whatever. With me, this time of year is crazy, but as we're winding down, my kidding season starts. So it's like, you know, if I need to take a longer lunch or if I need to just 
run home real quick and check on an animal, they allow that. And so I think a lot of dairy goat people or goat people in general uh, have a lot of flexibility in their jobs, I've found. Uh, Grace Toy, did I see your hand up there? Was that a hand up for Grace Toy? Totally, totally. I, I did a speed round milking just to get on here. <laughs> I should Good say, when you. I saw somebody named General Appearance on here, I almost said I'd be really scared if they just showed their feet. Like, can we just, what, what part of General Appearance are we talking? It, it's it's a pun, right? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> There I mean, I, I was I thinking about leading with feet are worth 15 or something like that, but I thought, you know, general appearance fits. I think yeah, it's fitting. Yeah. Well, and, and we broke John over it, so we're good. You broke me. I was, the whole time I'm like, maybe that's, it's got to be somebody that is a friend of the podcast. But uh, I was thinking maybe like Kurt Schnicky or somebody, because there's a lore, if you're a guest on this show, you know that a lot of times my name does not appear on the call as John Kane, it appears as silly things. So the the fact that there was a general appearance, I was like, oh, this is somebody that's been on the show before. But I guess that'll have to be for another day, huh, Jim? We'll see what Aga policy allows. <laughs> Grace Toy, uh, happy kidding season. I know you're deep into it. Uh, how's, how's life treating you? Doing all right? I, I mean, I have a few days off. So I... Okay. Last one kitted a few days ago, and kind of like actually, my next one's due the third. So I'm hoping I can actually sleep through the night a few few nights, um, you know, to find some kind of sanity back. Shouldn't have said that. It, exactly, <laughs> that's what happens. So, and I just confirm goat spread for June, and have to send blood tests on more because my goats really don't like me this year. But Jim will be thrilled to know that there's going to be a DNA um, parentage coming in for either a Lamacha or two Nubian bucks that were um, on purpose. So June's going to be great. It's it's very low ranking in the whole spectrum of DNA. Don't worry about it. At least they're all typed. We don't we don't have to do any guesswork. No buck kids got out. Don't it's feel bad, Grace. I've got three of those coming. It's always the weather. That, I mean, I do have a son in weather, but I, I think he's um, interested enough in his buck buddy that he's not too worried. I think Danielle has like more name ideas. So she kind of stole, actually stole my question, but I, I think we have some really great ideas for John's kid. I think all of our money is on Danielle right now. I did set rules when Ashley asked her question, Grace, and please uh, abide by them. Uh <laughs> Danielle <laughs> being very fair because Grace and I have come up with some great names that she has shot down. So, she, you know, she's being kind to you. Eventually well, she'll crack and pick one. Probably. Well, we are actually friends, guys. We don't end this phone or this recording and not speak to each other for the rest of the week. So the fact that Gray or Danielle is shooting down some of your guys' probably obnoxious names is I'm not surprised. She's a true friend. She's an OG. I just, I think the real truth is that I know that there is something that you are going, I don't know what it is yet, but it's going, inspiration is going to strike and there's going to be a name that you are going to hate and it's going to be perfect. And I just, I've received a lot of great name suggestions I've come up with some myself, but I just don't think I have the right name yet. I'm going to say that with in answering the question that there is something that is just going to come to me when I need to ultimately figure it out. And that's just how it's going to be. So I, the, all of the suggestions I've been receiving have just kind of been subconsciously percolate, percolating and just looking something's going to come from that that and it's going to be john's best doe and he's going to have to keep her and he's going to oh i can't no 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 hold on wait a minute no 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 no, hold on no 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 i don't think you miss you you're misunderstanding what i'm talking about it's just like the luck you're going to name this keeper kid oh okay and you're going to say it's going to turn into like yes yeah the most influential hilaire farm doe is going to be 
<laughs> that would be karma, man. Danielle is the Hilaire Farm. Danielle is the best co-host. Uh, Hilaire, I don't know, but there'll be yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be something good. I don't want to spoil it because I think there's something. There's something good coming in the pipeline for that. But this is also wait. a great distraction from our master plan of Danielle and I are going to get Alice and Nubian at some point. So, you know, like, we'll keep you busy with this while we work on, on that project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good luck, though, guys. I'm sorry, but she's a Guernsey type of girl for whatever reason. So, uh, yeah, like, good luck with that. We'll a see. little birdie we'll told me she, she likes spotted Nubians, though. Is that she why I was asked about a different. La Mancha raffle kid the other day? <laughs> you know, hey, if I won this, could you hang on to it? No. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. This Tyranny podcast is just this. going off the rails. Well, <laughs> and I to save John. Any Thank you, Danielle. Please <laughs> and do. to save John, does any do any of our other um, guests want to come on and ask their questions? This has gone real Western while we're waiting. Just just want you to know that. Super Western. Poor John. My brain has broke twice today now. It's good. It's good. All right. Caitlin, come on on and ask your question. Hey, guys. I'm Caitlin with Galaxy Goats um, up in New York, upstate New York. Um, My question actually is uh, to you guys have a moment in your goat raising career where a mistake, accident, tragedy, whatever, has totally changed uh, the way you do things or taught you a a really important lesson that you remember? Yeah, there's, well, Danielle thinks of hers. One comes to mind right away for me. Um, And that was last year, kidding season. Uh, As a lot of our listeners know, I induce all my does, or at least most of them, so that way I'm there for it with my work schedule and everything. It just makes it easier to get it kind of close to when I know they're going to kid. Uh, and last year, my I had a first freshener that was due. I induced her. Uh, I was checking my camera a ton. And uh, I made the mistake of pushing what I thought was snooze to check the camera, which, you know, whatever. I ended up turning it off. And luckily, Tierney, if this was at, like, four in the morning or something like that. And luckily Tierney wakes up pretty early. So at five 30, she shook me and was like, Hey, I hear noise. And I look and there's a, a kid in the shavings and a doe that's pawing because she's pushing. And I go down there with Tierney and, and we did everything we could to save that kid, but uh, it just didn't work out. Now the kid had, you know, didn't look like the doe kid was, great um health wise to begin with i don't know if she got pawed and she just kind of got a little bit beat up but uh she just wasn't looking super healthy anyway uh, but she died um she it's just it, she was from our best doe of last year and it was a pretty hard hit so now i'm learned that even though we're tired during kidding season you got to be a little bit more vigilant and honestly with that doe this year I'll probably be sleeping in the barn while she's induced and and, and waiting for her to kid. But um, yeah, that's one that sticks with me that, you know, during kidding season, we're all tired, but you got to be a little bit more vigilant. So yeah, that's one that sticks right there. I think for me, the moment that really probably impacted my herd the most, but also has changed a lot of how I uh, operate. And I've, I believe I talked, I might've started talking about it on an episode or two ago is I was giving a mineral, I guess would be the best way or minerals, um, an injection and had two bottles of this um, medication to give and didn't realize that when I was giving it that it was several years expired. I thought it was um, okay. And so with that, I gave my whole pen of soon to be yearlings an injection of this medicine. And so with that, 
the next day I started having a doe that was more or less experiencing, um, an extreme, an extreme, uh, looked almost like she was having a clostridial reaction and hold on one second. Okay. The Dolly's old body's tracing. <laughs> so thought <laughs> she was having a clostridial re- um, reaction to just being given medicine. And we did blood work on her and the vet found these crazy high elevated results that just didn't make sense with what I had given her and what was going on. And the next day, so we lost her that night. The next day, one of the, her other herd mates in the pen ended up showing similar symptoms of this. And so we started treating it, thinking it was a clostridium. Um, she was, I believe she was seizing. There was a lot going on with her. Um, but ultimately we drew blood work and once again, figured out that was showing these crazy elevated levels of just all of these things, including selenium that just didn't quite make sense. We attempted to save her. And at this point we realized that my expired bottle of this medication was ultimately really, really concentrated because it was being stored in my barn, exposed to the weather, exposed to the heat, exposed to the cold. And because it was old, the water had evaporated and what was left in this left of the bottle was a very concentrated dosage of this medication. And part of it was selenium. And with the concentration, I was ultimately poisoning my goats and giving them selenium poisoning. So we lost two does. I lost the last doe kid from um, one of my does. I lost what was probably going to be a very promising doe kid from another animal. Weirdly, I had two does affected. I had um, another doe or I had two does that were totally fine, but with that, I it was a very expensive lesson as we were trying to save this doe. We ultimately didn't learned a lot about um, like emergency doe care. Um, was waking up every three hours around the clock to keep her sedated and keep her flush with fluids because that was the only way we were going to try and save her. Um, so learned a lot that way, but also learned ultimately long story very short that medications are very they do so much good but there is also the risks involved and with that I've become very cautious of what I'm using how I'm using it and then also how I'm storing it and then um, abiding by those expiration dates because it's just it was a very costly lesson to learn in so many ways. Um, but a very important one that I had to learn. Yeah. Those, those tough lessons aren't cheap ever. It seems. No. So, so it's, it definitely, um, you definitely try to learn that lesson once if we, mm-hmm. if we can, uh, anybody else want to say anything before we wrap this up? Yeah. I think we probably have time for like one more question. If, there is somebody here who wants to ask it. I'm shocked that nobody asked me my names for Danielle's animals, but whatever. Speak now or forever hold your peace, folks. You only get on episode 200 one time. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to say thank you so much for everybody that took the time uh, to join us. I know it's Sunday. I know it's late. Everybody's got work on Monday, uh, but I am glad that you all joined us uh, with special surprise guests too like craziness uh i gotta say thank you to danielle for uh sticking it sticking with this thing um it's been 
crazy fun, but also crazy. Uh, and there are weeks that it's kind of tough to pull our schedules together to really make sure that we have uh, a good recording that is quality to put out to the public. Uh, but we tend, we somehow do it. I think we've missed two weeks uh, total in the last 120 uh, episodes. So thank you, Danielle, for, for joining. It's It's been a fun ride. Yes. No, echo all of that. And I also want to say that I'm just so grateful that we, I mean, we do this for ourselves, but we also do it because people are listening and the fact that people are listening really does mean the world to us and we couldn't be doing this and we wouldn't be doing this without um, everyone listening, without people being willing to come on and talk to us and it just has been amazing and I'm just really grateful for all of it and all the different aspects that make these episodes week in and week out and um so again just so very grateful and so appreciative of all of it yeah and uh this isn't the end next week we'll be talking about how far ahead danielle is in this kidding season bet and uh, how kidding season is as she's got a dough that was due yesterday but hey newbie and things right danielle if people want to find us on the internet where can they do that you can find us by searching Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok by searching Ringside podcast. There may even be a little bit of content coming from me on the TikToks, which like, I don't know how that's happening, but I got inspired the other day. And so there may be a couple things from me. It's not all John the next couple of things so be sure to look there you can also find us at dairygoatpodcast.com and you can listen to us weekly on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts yes 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 well everybody this has been episode 200 of ringside an american dairy goat podcast i'm john and i'm danielle make sure you eat your vegetables we'll catch you on the next one good night Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast, is not an affiliate of the American Dairy Goat Association. All opinions or information regarding the ADGA does not represent the registry.